Production support comes from Smithville, a locally owned business serving central and southern Indiana since 1922 with residential and business internet, voice, and security services. Smithville, local pride, global technology. Information at smithville.net. Also, Premier Ortho, a division of Premier Healthcare, helping people living with injuries and chronic back, spine, or joint pain to get back on their feet. Premier Ortho, 333-1933. Online at mypremierortho.com. Welcome to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Zaltzberg, editor of the Herald Times, along with co-host Mary Catherine Carmichael. And today we're going to talk about the Arts Alliance of Greater Bloomington. We have uh, three guests with us in the studio. Michael Simmons is here. He's the interim chair of the Arts Alliance of Greater Bloomington. Joanne Shank is here. She's visual arts guild representative and also the interim secretary of the Arts Alliance. And Michelle Martin Coleman is with us. She is the South Central publisher with the Travel Indiana magazine, and also she's interim chair of the Arts Advocacy Committee of the Alliance. If you want to join us today for the program, please call us at 855-0811 in Bloomington or 877-285-9348 and WFIU.org slash Noon Edition is the web address if you want to join a live chat. Well, welcome to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Bob. Here. It's always fun to talk about the arts here it in Bloomington. It is fun. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this. This is a neat development in yeah. our community, and so I'm glad to learn well, more about it today. Uh, let me add a little background from what they've been, uh, what, what the folks here at WFIU have been saying in the promo for the show. Uh, the Arts Alliance of Greater Bloomington has chosen its steering committee members and is getting itself off the ground. Uh, it aims to help local artists work together to create a positive arts community in the Monroe County area. So that sounds fair enough, right? Can one of you uh, – maybe I'll turn to Michael first as the interim chair. Can you sort of talk about the formation of the Arts Alliance? I know this goes back a couple of years to a group of people that were really interested in trying to do something a little bit different uh, with arts leadership in the community. Could you take That's us right. back? Uh, yes, we go back to the, uh, the group of six. Uh, <laughs> uh, all of whom had at one time or another some relationship with the um, – the Bloomington Area Arts Council. Um, uh, let's see, there was Sally Gaskell, uh, Jerry Souza, uh, Sandy Clark, Charlotte Zitlow, Alain Barker, uh, A. John Rose. Uh, and they all had uh, a, a number of conversations over a long period of time about what the shape of a new and resilient organization would be that would represent the artists in, in Bloomington. And it was really out of those conversations that this organization arose. After their initial conversations, they called some general public meetings and uh, solicited input from um, actually a large number of the public who came to those uh, initial meetings about what their vision for an organization like this would be. And uh, and that vision has been our uh, direction since mm-hmm. then. Well, I know uh, in the waning days of the uh – Bloomington Area Arts Council, we had a program about arts leadership, and we have had people from the Arts Council, and of course, they're gone now. Um, and I know um, the uh, the group of six asked me to moderate a, a forum one night. It was just a big group discussion. And I have to tell you, I was struck by the fact that there are so many different ideas out there. You get a bunch of artists together, there is no short of, uh, shortage of ideas and directions. And this alliance, I think, has a real uh, challenging task, I, I guess I would say. So, you know, how, how do you, I mean, how are you going about trying to channel all this energy and all these ideas into something coherent? Uh, Joanne? We want a, a wide representation, so we have the uh, representatives for the visual artists, the writers, the musicians, theater and dance, festival venues and producers, arts advocates, and a few seats at large. So there are going to be ideally two representatives for each of these groups, and they their job is to get together with the multi groups that there are. For example, visual artists, there's about um, 10 different visual arts organizations in Bloomington, the Watercolor Society, the Glass Blowers, uh, etc. So um, it's just really about 
communicating, networking, and advocating. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I w- go ahead. Oh, well, no, it's the same. I was interested by what was not included in that as much as what was included. And I know one of the functions of the Bloomington Area Arts Council had been the pass-through grants and to award those locally. How, how was the decision made that you weren't going to be that group? It's just, mm, well, we were just limiting. We really wanted to be um, multi-representational. And, the, for example, the City of uh, Bloomington Art Commission, they're, they're doing that, as well as Ivy Tech is going to be doing some of that. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, there's so much to do, you have to focus. Mm-hmm. And we want to be grassroots representation. That's our focus. Okay, so you're, you are a, a representative of the visual artists. Mm-hmm. So what are some issues facing the visual artists that you hope the Alliance can help with? Well, we just want to get all these groups together in one room uh, and also individual artists and see where they want to go with it. Uh, Personally, I feel like it's real important for artists to be able to sustain themselves with what they like to do best. So marketing is is an issue that um, I would like to be able to address to help be a part of a vibrant economy in Bloomington. Um, Also, we can do some collaborative events. And the Visual Arts Guild currently is planning an open studio tour that will happen the first weekend in June. And we'll need people to participate on committees to help make this happen. The deadline to participate as an artist in the tour will be the end of February. So, um, Are all these studios in a particularly particular area, or are they all over the community? They're all over the community, and artists can share studios if mm-hmm. they want to, and um, uh, there's there's a lot to be done. Yeah. So uh, we'll probably mention several times throughout the hour that you can contact us at info at bloomingtonarts.org. There's a lot going on, and Great. we'll direct you to the right people to talk to. Okay. Uh, Michelle, as part of the advocacy committee, it seems like uh, the marketing piece that Joanne was talking about would be sort of related to that. Yes, and it's it's a wonderful way that I got involved also. Um, along with being part of the venue Fine Arts and uh-huh. Gifts, I was very interested in issues around marketing and promotion and survival of artists mm-hmm. through galleries. So one of the ways I started with the Art Alliance was um, pulling the galleries to see in particular what their needs might be. Coincidentally with that, um, I met Tanya Fig, who at the time um, had started Travel Indiana, which was formerly Travel Host, and they were in the process of putting together this wonderful brochure for the Gallery Walk Committee with some promotions that I would say were by by and through advocates. Mm -hmm. So I got very interested in being with that group of people who, like myself, are not artists, but have a passion for promoting the arts. And uh, fast forward six months, and I'm now with Travel Indiana as a South Central publisher, and still taking in what it is that artists need and want. And for instance, for advocacy, we very much concentrate on being an arts-oriented magazine that encourages people from throughout the state to come to the venues and art galleries in Bloomington, whether it's performing arts through the performing arts guide that we publish once a year that's freestanding and goes in all of the performing arts venues, or whether it's visual arts through the museum guide, or whether it's quarterly through the listing that you have in front of you of individual uh-huh. artists in the gallery too section. Bad we're, too, too bad we're not on television. We could uh, <clears throat> be showing yeah, all these well, things. Well, that's true them. because these are... Very attractive publications, very enticing, I would say. Um, where, I mean, this is the kind of thing that's handy to have around the house just as reference when you're trying to say, gosh, you know, we have we have a free Saturday. What can we do? Or, you know, we've got people coming to town and we want to show them, you know, what, what the soul of our community is. And, and so you, of course, would want to expose them to local art and artists. Where can people pick these up? Are they available? These are at the Convention and Visitors Bureau. 
They're, Are they free? They're free. They're beautiful. I, I have to say they're very well done. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And again, we concentrate on the artists. We always have an article in there about the Art Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, we are expanding our trails throughout Indiana. So this particular one has the Indian Wine Trail because now wine is a mm-hmm. form of art. Mm-hmm. We now have food ways because food has become a form of art with the alliance. Um, So we're expanding all the time and taking in and looking for ways to promote these arts and artists in the Bloomington area Mm -hmm. and community along with the other areas that we reach throughout the state and we're expanding to include all of the state. Um, these are available, for instance, they're in every room in the union. We're, the, the important thing is we're, we were chosen out of 30 other magazines to be in on Super Bowl Lane, downtown oh, Indy. So when you see, thank you, when you see the green box, you see Travel Indiana next to the Indianapolis Star and such. Um, that is for the, in, for the entire year. So that means people who are business people downtown on the square who do have, like you said, that weekend will be picking it up going, oh, let's go to Bloomington for this event or for the studio tour, um, that sort of thing. And what I do as an advocate is work with Joanne Shank, for instance, and the Visual Arts Guild, and I'll be looking for advocates um, to support uh, – the promotion of that through Travel Indiana magazine so that people will see it and will come down for the event in their community section. What is an advocate? How are you defining an advocate? An advocate is someone who has a resource or a skill, and please jump in, because the beauty of this alliance is that if you come to the table and you have something to offer, that piece that you have to offer is embraced. Mm-hmm. It's not the old organization way, which is, oh, sorry, that's not our on our plan mm-hmm. or schedule or to do. Every resource that you have and every skill that you have, whether it's being able to share in bulk mail, whether it's being able to show up for one Saturday for one event to help a gallery or to help an artist in what they're doing, that's the idea behind it. Mm -hmm. And so to begin with, I will give Michael Simmons my organizational check for $45 on behalf of Travel Indiana Magazine. Well, thank you very much. We're an official organization with you. You are. And then I will hearken back to the um, Waldron days before I was on the board, which was uh, the last six months of the existence. Um, I started a group called Beaux-Arts, which was 35 women who are still out there. And just a heads up, I'll be recontacting you because these are talented, skilled women who have something to offer in a variety of areas. And I'll be reaching out to them to be advocates to um, show up at the studio tour. I, I know some of them have been contacted by Ivy Tech and by the city of Bloomington and show up regularly for their events at the Waldron. So some of us have ongoing been involved in the arts. And as an example, when I pulled all of the galleries in terms of what their needs were and what they would like to have in terms of advocates, they have a need for bulk mail and always had. So if there's a resource out there with, a, with a, even the mail machine that can be used and an organization that can share in bulk mail, that's something that can be used. Um, all of the galleries said, we need tourists and visitors. That mm-hmm. means every business has cards for the gallery walk, when it's happening, how it's happening, um, call and we'll get you some Travel Indiana magazines, which always have a gallery walk ad and a list of all of the galleries mm-hmm. in it. Um, other things that we can pay attention to is is getting you committee information because you can be an advocate, say, for performing arts mm-hmm. and just be involved in performing arts or fiber mm-hmm. arts. So mm-hmm. it's a beautiful concept and um, allows space for everyone to come to the table. Yeah, it sounds very welcoming. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. All right. Our phone numbers again, 855-0811 in Bloomington or 877-285-9348 outside of the Bloomington calling area. WFIU.org slash Noon Edition is the website if you want to go to the website for a uh, live chat. So I want to turn back to Michael. You have uh, the distinct pleasure of being the first 
chair, interim chair of this organization. So I, I wonder, do you have a you know a game plan in mind? How are you going to know if the alliance is actually doing what it's set, it's setting out to do? How are you going to measure that? Well, that will be uh, the job of the steering committee, and I should explain a little bit about the officers. Uh, one of the things, one of our goals in creating this organization was to create a grassroots organization, democratically elected, one that is totally transparent and inclusive. And as a part of that, we wanted to flatten the organization. So while we do have three officers that are required by our terms of incorporation, uh, they are just members of the steering committee. And the, the ideas will come from all of those members, not only of the steering committee, but of the alliance as a whole. So we really want to listen to what people have to say to help us, help give us direction. And while the steering committee will be creating benchmarks to be sure that we are making the progress that we need to be, um, we want to continually receive new ideas from, uh, from our membership at, at large and from the public and to work uh, as a uh, cooperative, collaborative organization working by consensus to, to reach those goals. So can you give me an example of a benchmark or two that you would be looking at? Well, one of our first benchmarks that we're going to be looking at is membership. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, on the agenda for the first steering committee in February is to increase our membership because really that is the uh, strength of the organization is in gaining more and more voices that can come together and be the one voice for the arts in Bloomington. So we will be engaging in a, in a membership drive uh, both for individual artists and for arts organizations. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, uh, Joanne, as a, as a visual artist, again, it, there are lots of things that the Arts Alliance can do for you. I mean, what's, what's been missing, do you think, uh, in terms of, of promotion of visual artists in, in the community? Because they're there are so many visual artists, and the gallery walk has been something, it seems to me, that's really taken off in, in recent years and has become much more popular. Is, is that uh, sort of one of the missing pieces of, of what, what's been uh, the history of visual artists here? It's well, a, I, I think, a long, weird question. but <laughs> I, I think it's great to have a forum that we can communicate together. Uh, everybody's off in their own group doing their own thing, which is wonderful. But we need to cross over, talk to each other, cross-pollinate, mm -hmm. come up with collaborative ideas. And in marketing, I, I, I keep coming back to that because, uh, after all, if you want to make a living at your art, I think artists typically are kind of um, not comfortable with marketing. So we may have to cross over to other genres and, and other people to find resources and you know, bring more tourists to Bloomington or export some of our art. We're, we're flush here, mm -hmm. and, and people need to, to make, make a living. Yeah. A lot of what I'm doing now, I, I might have found out about at the last minute via some kind of social media. Um, are you talking about gallery walks and um, really the, uh, the studio tours? That would seem like that would be a, an ideal thing. Do you have – are you actively pursuing that kind of communication with people – Keeping it up. Certainly, certainly. And, um, of course, on the Internet networking, mm -hmm. I think it would be great to have a more extensive artist directory. Mm -hmm. And that could be all the art forms and organizations. Mm -hmm. I think that would be uh, – that would fit our mission to pursue that. Is there a group now you can join, for example, on Facebook or anything like that where this kind of thing is kind of discussed among like-minded people? I think that's still in an evolving state, mm -hmm. yeah. One of the things that we have done, though, to uh, facilitate that kind of networking and collaboration is to uh, resurrect the Artists After Hours uh, program. And we already held our first one. Uh, we were hosted by the Bloomington Playwrights Project, and we had the Bloomington Arts Commission in the spotlight. So we had the arts commissioners come and talk to us a little bit about their plans and what they're doing in, in the arts. And for February, we hope to have Louis Rickey of the Indiana Arts Commission come down and do a little fireside chat for us about uh, what, what the Arts Commission does and how it functions and how it relates to both arts organizations and individual artists in the community. But the, the steering committee, the new, newly elected steering committee, will be creating an artist after hours program for each month um, from, from now on for the rest of the year. So that's a really a valuable thing to have, that opportunity to connect. 
You know, we've been talking for, I don't know, 20 minutes now, and money has never come up. This has got to be a new record for <laughs> a new organization that hasn't mentioned money yet. Are you going to have a budget? Are you, are you going to have expenditures that you're going to need to, you know, fund? Or, or what are your – how is that looking? We are trying to keep our expenditures to a minimum. We are a volunteer um, organization, so we are volunteering our time for the creation of this uh, alliance. We do have membership dues, and people can join as individual artists uh, for $35 or $25 for uh, seniors, uh, 65 and above. Uh, arts organizations can also join for $45, and we've been uh, – every day we get new uh, memberships uh, from organizations and individuals. So that is providing us with the funding that we need to run the organization at this time since we don't have any salaries to, to pay. We have no building mm-hmm. to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives us a great deal of freedom, really. Mm-hmm. I want to ask uh, each of you, uh, you know, the Arts Alliance is, as we've said, is a new organization, but how does it really, I mean, how, how would you characterize it as being different from other organizations that we've had? Because there have been a lot of, you know, a lot of councils, a lot of commissions that are trying to help artists and look at arts issues. How's this different? Joanne? We're not trying to uh, duplicate or compete. We are just um, like a big wheel. We're trying to make more spokes so that we have a stronger arts community. Mm-hmm. Michelle? Um, one of the things that surprised me toward the um, end of the Waldron days is no one on the board was an artist. Mm. And... Um, the magic of this organization is it's all artists that came together mm-hmm. and are being self-determining. And the magic of what the advocates can do is when an artist come forward, comes forward and says, I have this idea and is willing to work for it, mm-hmm. what the advocates do is jump on and say, how do we make this idea for this artist a reality? And that action isn't going to be for everyone. But uh, for every advocate, they won't want to jump on board for that particular activity. But there'll be another one that comes along. So it's it's artists driving uh, the activities that get their needs met and sharing what those needs are so that as a community we can come together and all meet them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So kind of a support system. Support system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also a unified voice to... Um, express ourselves to the city or to the the local commerce and how we can interface with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michael, do you have anything to add? Yeah, it's, it's really an opportunity to overcome the siloing, I think, that goes on a lot in the arts when we become involved in our genre and we don't really reach outside that. Here's an opportunity to go across genre and uh, this will be, I think, the beginning of a lot of collaborations uh, that will be very fruitful. Jerry Souza and I, when we were both serving on the um, board of the of the Bloomington Area Arts Council, had conversations about wouldn't it be nice if instead of talking about f- fixing the restrooms, we could be uh, sitting at a round table with artists and, and finding out what they need and what they want and how they can collaborate to get that done. And that's what we hope this will be. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're uh, halfway through the program, so we're going to have to take a – a short break. We're talking with uh, Michael Simmons, Joanne Shank, and Michelle Martin Coleman, all our representatives of the Arts Alliance of Greater Bloomington. You're listening to Noon Edition. We'll be right back. This is Noon Edition on WFIU. Production support comes from Smithville, information at smithville.net, and from Premier Ortho, online at mypremierortho.com. You can take WFIU with you by downloading podcasts directly to your PC, Mac, or MP3 player. Programs such as Noon Edition, Ask the Mayor, and Harmonia, and short features like Kinsey Confidential, the Ether Game Musical Mini Quiz, and Play and Opera Reviews are all available on demand. Pick them up at WFIU.org. And have you heard WFIU's news features? The WFIU news team brings you expanded and in-depth reports on topics affecting South Central Indiana. Catch the Friday feature just after 8.30 during Morning Edition, just before Noon Edition, and at 5.45 during All Things Considered. They're also archived on our website, WFIU.org. 
Welcome back to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Zaltzberg from the Herald Times along with co-host Mary Catherine Carmichael. And today we're talking with uh, representatives from the Arts Alliance of Greater Bloomington. With us are Michael Simmons, Interim Chair of the Arts Alliance, uh, Joanne Shank, Visual Arts Guild Representative and Interim Secretary of the Alliance, and also Michelle Martin-Coleman, who's the publisher, South Central Publisher with uh, Travel Indiana Magazine and the Interim Chair of the Arts Advocacy Committee of the Alliance. You can join us at 855-0811 in Bloomington or 877-285-9348 or go to our website, wfiu.org slash noon edition to join a live chat. You know, this is something um – the issues that are before us now seem like they're kind of eternal, uh, you know, in Bloomington. We've been talking about a lot of the same things over and over again. Do you feel like we've we've made progress in the last, I don't know, 20 years or so? And do you feel optimistic that you're going to be able to really advance the cause? Because, I, you know, I know there are outstanding issues. Um, studio space um, is expensive and, and hard to find. And, and just, you know, a lot of those issues seem to be ongoing. Well, are you are you optimistic that we're going to move things forward here? Sure, uh, we're moving forward, and I think that artists and organizations and it are popping up like mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. The the, the uh, let's go back to that that whole studio space issue because that's been with us for mm-hmm. a long time, and I know that. Uh, you know, a little knowledge is dangerous. And you know, I've been to a, a couple of cities that have these wonderful facilities where you can walk in and there's studio spaces all over the place. And you can mm-hmm. see the artists at work and it's all sort of combined in one area. And, you know, I've always felt like Bloomington was ripe for something like that. But it doesn't ever seem to happen. Well, never say never. <laughs> okay. And we have some, some friends in working for us in the city and – we're working together, and we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of the uh, the venue issue uh, was one that came up very early on in the large public mm-hmm. meetings, and it became very apparent that that was uh, important to the artists and arts organizations. And one of the reasons, I think, really behind the formation of the large ensembles group that is a part of the alliance was the realization that performance space is at a real premium here and that mm-hmm. there was a lot of competition for spaces and dates and mm-hmm. a lot of concern about costs uh, with performance spaces and the adequacy of those spaces for some of our really talented musical groups here in town. So that's certainly one of the things that we want to be looking at very carefully mm-hmm. as we go forward. I know audience is always another issue. How do you build the audience that will help you sustain uh, the different performance groups and then also for for visual artists uh visual artists are you know they need to be able to make a living doing what they're doing so how do you how do you develop this appreciation for art and all the various forms of arts and to get an audience that will that will follow through on this appreciation of what's happening yeah it's like you need your own business office in addition to being an artist yes collaborate with businesses and um and coordinate our schedules um, and work on marketing. The more we operate together, the stronger we are. Mm-hmm. And we also have the opportunity to offer workshops for artists that will help with some of those issues. I know uh, we have, through People's University this semester, we have a uh, class on the business of art that's taught by Cheryl Woodhouse Keese. Uh, how to make that transition from being a freelance artist to y- using your art as a business. So that's certainly something we want to support. Cheryl makes handmade paper, we should say, does. and does beautiful work, does all sorts of very diverse uh, yes, offerings. With twisted Limb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Carol Stewart with Reframe, um, who is remodeling right now, she's offering ongoing workshops for artists on creating their portfolio mm-hmm. and presentation that kind of your artwork, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, in terms of advocacy for businesses that regularly um, that send out newsletters or social marketing kinds of things, if they can include information about their favorite artist and what there, if if every business followed an artist in Bloomington and and helped tag something on there um, think of what a difference that would make mm-hmm. in terms of awareness I know I would appreciate knowing of a new artist mm-hmm. if my insurance man sent me something and and speaking of that mr. Weston who regularly gives out scholarships and such and is a promoter of the arts through the magazine um, doing things that way 
make a big difference. And if that communication's going out on Facebook, that sort of thing, include the arts mm-hmm. in what you're talking about. And maybe it can be something that's not on the front page of the well-read Herald Times <laughs> or is something by chance that we missed. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and encourage an artist, if you don't know that they are a, a member or not right now, encourage them to become part of the Alliance. And then get in touch with us as a free-thinking advocate and let us know what we can do to include your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I know several um, venues in town, restaurants, even banks, other businesses, have hosted, um, uh, especially for the visual arts, um, gallery shows, in in essence, turn their, their walls over to individual artists and let them showcase their work. Is that something that you'd like to see more of and, and that people, artists, like to do? Or, or do you see that going anywhere in the future? Certainly. And if businesses want to sponsor some art, like sculptures or um, there's just any number of ways that we can... Uh, can work together. Mm-hmm. Also, the uh, the Writers Guild, which is an integral part of the Arts Alliance, a very important organizational member, mm-hmm. has been very active in creating readings uh, around town in a number of businesses. Uh, there will be a reading on February 3rd at 5.30 p.m. in uh, room 112, I think, of Fountain Square. It will be Valentine poetry uh, mixed with music. So uh, a nice collaboration there. So it, w- I think working with businesses to highlight art is, is a very important thing to do. Yeah. If a business takes a look at everything they handle during the course of the day that actually is art, the better, the more trendy the business, the better shape their stapler is. The better difference is their portfolio that they use to put their paper in. The difference in their files. If you look at what we touch that is art, pens are incredible in terms of art. Paper clips. Mm -hmm. You can get amazing little round paper clips that are actually a form of art. Mm -hmm. So if we we didn't have art in our lives, it would look significantly different. We all know the, the wonderfulness of picking up a great pen and writing with it. That can make or break your day because I know picking up a pen that isn't a great write when you've got to write something long is a miserable experience. So if every business could look at what in their office is affected by art and then pick up the phone and do something for artists in our community just because of that piece mm-hmm. of, the, of the art that's in their office now, that would be a huge difference in our community. And we have the artists stepping up now through the alliance. We have people who have been committed for years, like Mr. Simons. It, it's, as an advocate, we really need businesses to mm-hmm. come forward now. Okay, our, our numbers again, 855-0811 or 877-285-9348. The uh, website, wfiu.org slash noon edition if you want to join a live chat. Um, I, I still want to talk a little bit more about the organization of this, you know, the alliance organization, and how you, how you will be um, sort of interfacing with the business community. Will it be individuals? Will it be the, the advocacy committee? Uh, precisely, the, or just specifically, the advocacy committee. Uh, when there are needs uh, to, will you have somebody who's going to be uh, constantly talking with a, a real estate person in town about spaces that might come available? I think we need to have a bring an artist to work day. <laughs> there we Let's go. choose that day right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great idea. Uh, Excuse me. So, I mean, how how do these things? In the organizational structure of the alliance, how do these things actually transpire where you can get with these people? Joanne, you look like you might have an idea. Well, all of this is a creative endeavor as we move forward. And I just want to, again, say that anyone wanting to participate in this to contact us at info at bloomingtonarts.org. Um And also, I would like an opportunity to announce our new steering committee and the wide representation and how these people are interfacing with the community is is yet to to be seen. Um, Our visual artist representatives are Adam Nahas of Trained Eye Studio and myself, the writers, Tony Brewer and Michael Simmons, (coughs) the musicians, Kim Stevens and Jeffrey Huntsman, 
Our theater uh, representative is Aaron Parks Garvey. The festival's venues and producers right now, the representative is Gail Hale. Now, I just want to mention again that festivals, venues, and producers is a good place to um, get engaged uh, as far as uh, a business as well or or an organization and and IU for for, for crying out loud, you know, <laughs> we, we want them on board too. Um, so that representative is Gail Hale at this time, and arts advocate is Carrie Conway. And then we have uh, seats at large, Guy Hardy and Allison Bektesh of WFHB. So uh, all of these people are going to be working together, and um, they're very qualified, and we're excited about it. Uh-huh. Great. And our steering committee will meet first on February 1st, and that will be an organizational meeting at which time committees will be set up. So we are really soliciting people to come to work with us on our committees and task mm-hmm. groups uh, to make the work of the alliance go forward. Artists and not artists, non-artists yeah, alike? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And we have also uh, scheduled every quarter we will have a public meeting, uh, a large meeting to which everyone is invited. And at that time we will share uh, the accomplishments of the organization and look at plans uh, for the uh, the coming quarter, uh-huh. and we encourage people to come to those and get involved in that way. Now, this may be too soon. You may not know the answer to this question yet, so that that's okay. But are you? Do you anticipate having someone or several someones dedicated to uh, working alongside or in conjunction with the um, Bloomington Arts Commission? So the left hand knows what the right hand's doing. We've been very fortunate in having uh, good relationships with the Bloomington Arts Commission and also with BEAD, mm-hmm. uh, working with Maya Michelson, uh, so that we can coordinate our efforts and avoid duplication of efforts or competition and uh, have an active collaboration with all of the groups that are working uh, with the arts. Uh, Ivy Tech is, a, is an organizational member of, our, of the Arts Alliance, and they, of course, will be doing mm-hmm. uh, the regranting for the, uh, for the IEC. Uh, so we're looking forward to working with all of the groups that are actively working in the community to support the arts. Mm-hmm. So are you anticipating, for example, someone from the um, Convention and Visitors Bureau? I was just going to say my oh, okay. Go ahead. just joined the Advocacy Committee. Yes. Oh, great. And the, uh, and and the CBB <laughs> is also an organizational member of the Arts Alliance and had made a generous donation to the Alliance as well. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a little different. I mean, it's, we've been talking about this really the whole the whole time, but the economic development impact uh, of this, if should it be successful, could be remarkable. Um, and I think the arts already make, of course, a, a substantial contribution to our community in a, in a truly economic way, and they've done the research, and I mean, that's well documented. Um, what kind of outreach, <clears throat> pardon me, if any, are you going to do to, to the economic development community as far as um, you know, working alongside them to see what they have to bring to the table for art support. Well, Maya, of course, is our is our liaison with the uh, with economic development and the arts in Bloomington. Although the Arts Alliance has an area outside of the Bead District, Bead mm-hmm. has certainly taken uh, a very strong leadership role in uh, the economics of the arts in our community. So we'll be looking to uh, to Maya for. Uh, for help in uh, determining how we can best serve those interests. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. If you have questions or comments uh, about the arts in Bloomington and about the uh, the new Arts Alliance of Greater Bloomington, please phone us at 855-0811 or 877-285-9348. WFIU.org slash Noon Edition is the website if you want to join a live chat. What's what's the best way to volunteer? If I want to, you know, say, okay, I've got this skill I want to bring to the table, or you know, I, whatever, I I, I just I want to help out. What what do I do? Call in right now. <laughs> Give us your name so the three of us can write that down. Okay. And share what your skills are, what you'd like to do, serve as a and as an example mm-hmm. for the listeners how this can look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it is very gestalt. Is there, yeah, is there a model from another community that, that you guys used to form this organization? Or was this purely the result of the conversations of the group of six that we mentioned at the beginning of the show? And, that, and, and is that how it came to? Well, it was really, that was the beginning. And then from then on, a series of public meetings. And then gradually a group um, came together to serve as a planning group. And with the aid of uh, Sarah Peterson, 
who worked with us as a consultant in developing our bylaws and developing our uh, plan and, and our model going forward. We spent a lot of late Monday evenings, um, uh, and, it, and by 9 o'clock on many Monday evenings, we were wondering if we were ever going anywhere, but here we are. So mm-hmm. it was uh, a successful uh, a successful process, and I'm glad that we did spend as long as we did on the planning process because I think creating a firm foundation is really essential to the success of the organization, and we listened to each other and uh, and worked out differences in those in those long conversations. So now I, I have a very good feeling for the uh, steering committee as it as it moves forward. So this really is a model unique to Bloomington. I think it is. How appropriate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and well, there's there's nothing new under the sun, really. I'm mm-hmm. sure we could go to another community and find similar things that they're doing. The beauty of this is that there was a large group of people that stuck with it long enough mm-hmm. to figure out what will work mm-hmm. in Bloomington, given the personalities uh-huh. and the well, infrastructure. We have a phone call. Let's go to Charles and see what Charles wants to talk about. Hi, Charles. Uh, I think that the idea of... Uh, Volunteer uh, Arts Commission is a very good idea because we lost the Bloomington Area Arts uh, Council some years ago. Um, but I'd like to uh, question whether um, having a city official is uh, really necessary and economic. Um, up to the time that Maya Matheson and others were appointed, um, arts developed uh, rather well in uh, Bloomington and uh, partly as a result of volunteers and the Bloomington Area Arts Council, which was which crumbled. Um, I'm worried that the uh, city, at considerable expense, has um, crowded out um, volunteers and volunteer organizations in the arts, I think is uh, uh, beneficial. Uh, so can, um, I, I mean, it's very easy to say that... Uh, that the arts uh, promote economic development, but uh, really, what's the proof of this? Uh, we uh, uh, we we had we did very well without government supervision uh, up to about four or five years ago, and I don't see that we're doing any better. We're not doing worse. Uh, so uh, I would uh, I'd like to see uh, coordination of the arts go back to something like the Arts Commission, um, which may be a replacement for the Bloomington Area Arts Council, rather than having uh, the government do it at considerable expense. Um, So I'll be happy to listen. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, So a a couple threads of the question. First of all, I think you guys aren't government, correct? So I think he was talking about maybe Bede and Maya Michelson's office uh, as government. So do you want to respond to that? With whom you will work um, as uh, on an as-needed basis, right? Am I, mm-hmm. am I getting this right? But you're a very separate, completely volunteer-driven entity. That's correct. Uh, we are uh, anxious to work with all of, the, uh, all of the arts organizations in our community, including BEAD. Uh, we are independent, and we've, uh, we've very consciously done that to, to be an independent grassroots organization. So uh, we're not associated with, uh, with any local government uh, entity, um, but we are made up of volunteers and, and very inclusive and welcome anyone to, uh, mm-hmm. to participate. Now, you may have to be a little more... Uh Maybe a little less candid than Charles was, but you know what you can respond however you want. But Charles seemed to say that he didn't think that the city's involvement uh, was helpful to driving the arts community forward, making it more successful in Bloomington and Monroe County. Do you want to respond to that, counter that, agree with that? I think that Bede has been. Uh a real asset to our community and has done a lot to raise the profiles of the art uh, arts in our community and, and especially focusing on the economic development issue and what the arts economy brings to our community. So uh, I know that uh, the uh, bead was very supportive in the formation of the Arts Alliance and uh, I think that that has been very helpful to us in, in getting off the ground and has been helpful with other organizations in our community, such as Arts Work Indiana, uh, a very important uh, organization that represents artists with disabilities uh, here. 
So I, uh, you know, I, I really have seen the benefits of bead and have uh, have really benefited from working with Maya. I th- I think it's tempting to go to a place where you say, "Do we want our tax dollars supporting the arts?" But I think throughout time we have examples. For instance, during World War II, when they had the wor- mural projects, mm-hmm. and we have these wonderful, wonderful murals that now depict history and were incredibly controversial at the time. And Mm -hmm. um, so the government has always, always been involved in the arts um, with the approval of the people or not. There is a place for them when you come into Bloomington and you see the artwork that's there. There is a feeling of welcoming that's quite different than the way it used to look. Mm -hmm. Um, So either it's going to be in architecture or in landscaping or in paintings. The truth is, landscaping is art, too. So what do we say? We want the government to put more money into landscaping? That's, that mm-hmm. is an interesting argument. But right now, where we are in this place in time, we're passionate as a community about the arts. Mm-hmm. So let's let the government be involved where they can make a difference. Mm-hmm. And then this gentleman be involved where he can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Charles, yeah. let's see where you're Well, I think that we've made a substantial, um, as a community and, and a local government, has made substantial <clears throat> pardon me, investments in public art that's highly visible. And, you know, for example, the Beeline Trail could have been done for a lot less money, but there was a conscious choice made that, no, we wanted art to be a part of that. I think about the great art on the – I love the the work that Joe Lamontia has done on the garages. I think it's fabulous and so unique to Bloomington. So I think that there is a, a culture of um, showcasing art. And, and I think, you know, I, I do have to give Maya credit. I think that um, that part of uh, – you know, she's really made a lot of uh, progress along those lines, some of it tremendously visible, much of it less visible, though um, – only because that's kind of the nature, you know, it's everything happens behind the scenes and then boom to the the casual observer. Oh, that just came out of nowhere when, in fact, it's been percolating for, for several years. So just a comment, I guess. No, that's, that's OK. I mean, I think he brought up a really good and interesting question about, uh, you know, how to develop the art community. And he was he basically said, Charles said, five years ago, we were doing just fine. And I guess I would turn to to. Joanne and say, do you agree with that? Well, we, we're, you're an artist in town. Were we doing just fine five years ago compared to now? I don't have statistics in front of me, but mm-hmm. typically um, art revitalizes communities and brings uh, more commerce and brings more tourism. And we want to promote Bloomington as an arts destination. So we have more people coming here and paying money and going to restaurants. And and private businesses can support us. So, yeah. yeah I, and I definitely, it's, it's way more than it used to be five years ago. And I think, you know, we've seen a decline of, uh, uh, we've seen uh, the arts sector growing by 45%, but a definite decline in public uh, fund, uh, in private funding for the arts over that period of time. So really, we do need to rely on uh, organizations like the Bloomington Arts Commission, which was the percentage for the art program, uh, with their grants to artists. Uh, that's really essential now, mm-hmm. in, in, especially in these economic times. We don't have a whole lot of time left in the show, but there's a question I'd really like each of you to consider and answer. Uh, this is an exciting time, you know, when anything starts. It's so exciting. Um, but if you could pretend that you're, you know, looking backwards 20 years from now, what would you like to be able to say that this organization accomplished? Anybody? Who's brave enough to start that? Joanne? Oh, it, networking, getting people all connected. That is my satisfaction. That's why I'm doing this. And uh, by the way, I just before we're done, I want to say that you can go to our website, which is such as it is, bloomingtonarts.org, very simple. But you can get your membership form there and mail it in to our post office box, which is 3294 Bloomington, Indiana, uh, 47402. Okay, thanks. Michelle? Well, because I think um, life uh, is an art, you know, and mm-hmm. it affects all of us and our well-being and how it is. I would like to see everyone, looking back 20 years, um, over those years found a place for themselves mm-hmm. in art and 
can tr- can truly say, yes, I lived my life like it was art, and this is how I included arts in my life, whether it was through writing, reading, drawing, showing up, mm-hmm. making a difference. That mm-hmm. way. Okay. Michael? Well, I'd like to see the conversation still continuing uh, about the arts in Bloomington, and I would especially like to see that conversation being very intimate between Indiana University and the community. In the 40-plus years since I moved to Bloomington, there's been an enormous change in the relationship between the university and the community, and I think there is uh, a great opportunity to make that relationship even closer and better. Okay. Is that? Did you see it as better or closer than it was 40 years ago? Absolutely. Uh, and Alan Barker with the Jacob School is, has been a huge impetus and always so even and giving and willing to show up. And um, One of the group of six. One of the group of six. <laughs> but even beyond the group of six, he mm-hmm. shows up now independently to our events and is caring and has ideas and contributes. So thank you, Alan. Okay. Uh, we started off, you know, one of you, meant, I can't remember which one, mentioned the open studio tour. Can you tell me about that again in the last 30 seconds that we have? Yes. Um, that is going to be the first weekend in June. We're collaborating with the Gallery Walk. And um, then... If you want to jump on board, just please info at bloomingtonarts.org. We need participants and uh, committees to make this happen. And if you want to be an artist participating, uh, the the deadline for that will be at the end of February. And so I'll be able to go to your studio and see what you're doing. Other people's yes. studios. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And, and we hope to, to market it so that it's a whole package deal. Maybe we can advertise something that's going on at IU in the evening that people will want to, some music event that they'll uh-huh. want to go uh-huh. to. Okay. Michael, what dates do you need us to be aware of? Well, again, the, uh, the Writers Guild uh, poetry reading of, uh, on February 3rd at the uh, Fountain Square Mall. I think that's a, that will be a very nice event. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll be reading there. Our, oh, great. And be All sure right. to take time to pick up um, Michelle's uh, publications, Travel Indiana. Right. Very well We done. are out of time. Thank you very Thank much you. for being here. Michael Simmons, Joanne Shank, and Michelle Martin-Coleman. For Mary Catherine Carmichael, producer Gretchen Frazee, and engineer Mike Pashkash, I'm Bob Salzberg. Thanks for listening. Noon Edition is a production of WFIU and the Herald Times. A podcast of this and other WFIU programs is available at WFIU.org. Production support comes from Smithville, a locally owned business serving central and southern Indiana since 1922 with residential and business internet, voice, and security services. Smithville, local pride, global technology. Information at smithville.net. Also, Premier Ortho, a division of Premier Healthcare, helping people living with injuries and chronic back, spine, or joint pain to get back on their feet. Premier Ortho, 333-1933, online at mypremierortho.com.